Before we get started with the episode, we're gonna take a second to thank our dear patrons. So we're gonna start out with the House of Stone with Melissa Russell. Liv Matlin. Gabriela Margarita de Jesus. Fighting Chance Studio. Curly Tail Studio. Krisha Dolan. Allison Connors. And now in the House of Flame, we have... Spaghetti Sandwich. <laughs> Pokela. Natalie Curry. Leah Harvell. Katie Grant. Julie Sugidono. Francie Dillon. That's my mom. Aaron of Dirty Panda. Cynthia Johnson. Corey Little. Hi, Corey. Cheryl Eisenhower. Celeste Gantz. Amber Costley. And Birdie Tam. So thank you so much, my dear patrons. And if you want to support me and support the Mud Peddlers, you can go to patreon.com slash Lindsay M. Dillon. All right, now to the show! Wait, I have to say that again because I farted. <laughs> The Mud Peddlers, a podcast where two nerdy ceramic artists share the behind the scenes of their worlds of clay. We're your hosts, Lindsay M. Dillon. And I am Dante of Earth Nation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hello. <laughs> so. The other recording was so perverted we had to restart. Yes, we did. We I'm did. sorry. <laughs> what we're actually going to be talking about this week is uh, our 2022 year review. So basically looking back at the goals that we set at the beginning of the year and kind of checking in, seeing what we got done and uh, what was what is left on the list, what we don't want to do anymore and what we want to bring into next year. Yeah, 100%. I feel like I fit, I hit one major goal. Tell me, tell me. I feel like I hit, so I wanted to take a, cla a chemistry class yeah. from Matt and Rose Katz and mm -hmm. they're just like... They're just like the goats when it comes to like glaze chemistry, right? Yeah, yeah. In fact, I'm so infatuated. I only bought the lectures because they had a deal. But the class is near a thousand dollars, and it was on sale at the time. Nice. Without the labs, I took no labs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, but like, I mean, it's well worth that thousand dollars from everything that you've been telling me. Well, so. it's, it's well worth it if like if you already know how to put together a glaze recipe and you know nothing else except for putting together glazes, mm -hmm. then it's really good information. Okay. I. I know what a flux is and what a stabilizer is and what a glass former is and like alkaline earth and alkaline metal. I know all that stuff, but I don't understand how the chemistry fits into a glaze. Mm. And I don't know the ratios of like strength and what cone and XYZ, XYZ. Yeah. And he provided all that information for me. Okay. But before that, I was just like, well, I need to add more silica to because silica is glass and I need more glass. But like I knew enough of that mm -hmm. to make my own glazes. Okay. But realistically, I was taking a base of a recipe and then mixing them around because I knew the structure of the recipe was good enough to be a base glaze. And then yeah. I was like, well, I'm just going to take the structure and form it to what I need so that I can make my own personal glaze. Yeah. But after taking this class, I'm I'm pretty sure I, I have like, and, I, and I'm going to quantify it, but it's not a good quantification. I have like 50 more percent control over my glazes just based off of the chemistry. And I okay. haven't even finished the class yet. What was the main reason you wanted to take the class like in the first place? Like what, what, like at what point... Like, what was the tipping point for you? Oh, my God. Okay, so there's always stopping points on, like, a, someone who makes their own glazes life. So, like, when I first started, I was like, I want a really good black, a mm. really good color black. And that's when you start researching color theory and you start to realize, oh, there's no such thing as the color black. It's just a mixture of a massive amount of chemicals that make sure that light doesn't pass through it. And that's what makes the perceived color black, really. Yeah. And then you get to, like, well, I need a blue. And then you just learn that, like... <laughs> 
cobalt makes blue. And you're like, oh, a certain amount. And then you learn cobalt's real strong. Uh-huh. You know, like little, you can buy a pound of cobalt and it'll last you most of your life. Yeah. And then you, you have these little stopping points where you need to clear and then you need this and that. I've gotten to the point where I need a red in oxidation mm-hmm. and they're much easier to make in reduction. But all the people on Instagram who've taken this class from Matt Katz understand the chemistry enough to make a good red mm. in oxidation. And there's some fantastic like red jacket reds and some like good matte reds that I'm like, I know how to put that recipe together, but I don't understand what they're doing with the heat work or the chemistry right. to make it so vibrant. Okay. Because realistically, when you put, if you put a glaze together and you put like red iron oxide, it doesn't turn red most of the time unless mm-hmm. you're real good at it. It turns like brown yeah, and yellow and sometimes blue and green. <laughs> it doesn't turn any of those things. So that was the tipping point for me is when I got to this point of like, I'm going to go crazy if I don't make the perfect red for me. <laughs> and not like a Randy's red. I want like my own red yeah. that I want to make. This glaze course was the the send for me. It was like, all right, well, I'm going to do it. Matt Katz yeah. is so good at teaching glazes and glaze chemistry from a ground level mm-hmm. that I essentially have friends that make glazes just because they took the class. Yeah. Like, all the glaze makers are in, like, a little group oh. on Glazy. And they're like, you know how to make glaze? Oh, yeah, we're that kind of potter. We should be friends and exchange information. I'm just like, where are these people coming from? <laughs> and Matt Katz is producing a factory of friends for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. You ever That's see that great. cartoon where, like, a line of people are on a conveyor belt and they go into this box and the box has a label on it and they come out, like, a different thing? Yeah, I, yeah, I'm sure that's, at some point. Yeah. That's like the Matt Cats and the conveyor belt and they yeah. come out like glaze chemists. Oh, that's cool. And that's cool. So that was the tipping point for me, but that was yeah. a big one for me. Did, yeah. did you have any? I think my biggest goal, and I think I talked about this a little bit in the like mid-year review, right. was I think the biggest thing for me was getting my Patreon started because right. like okay, so I listened I listened to like maybe ten minutes of the 2021 year review the episode that we did last year it's been some years since we're doing this it's been a bit it's It's been been a bit but uh, i listened to that and like okay so the biggest things that i was wanting to do more is like monthly updates and making more money so that's kind of where the patreon came in is like actually getting that started and the two things that i think i that I want to continue to do because I think getting the Patreon started was a really big thing. Mm -hmm. Another big goal was doing the monthly updates. And I've kind of found that I don't think that that's as important to me as I thought it was. Why? Well, because I'm realizing that if I miss a couple months of like doing updates, but then, or I just do very small updates, like 10 pieces or something like that, yeah. then I can put more pieces towards the really big events like SAC anime. Yeah. So, so it's kind of like, I'm realizing that, okay, like, yes, I think it'll still be good to, to have a few updates kind of here and there, mm-hmm. but it's not as important to me to have like a really big, strong, solid update every single month. I've come to that as yeah. well. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. I think that's, I'm kind of like glad to see that is a thing for me because it's like, okay, where, where are the areas that I'm wanting to focus my time? Is it like cemented for you now? You're like, you were kind of on the edge and then after your last table, you were like, oh, this table clearly is more bang for my buck than the online selling every couple months. Yeah. So well, now you're more like, well, I'm going to do little things, but the big thing is where it's at. Kind of, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I I think what kept happening is through, throughout most of this year, 
I kind of kept trying to, or I was still making it a high priority to do a monthly update. I just wasn't meeting that goal and then I was kind of feeling bad. Mm -hmm. And now I'm kind of realizing that, okay, I don't need to feel bad because I think my priorities have changed a little bit. It takes the pressure off, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think that's that's an example of like, okay, it was a goal, but now it's like, I, I, and I didn't meet that goal, but I'm okay that I didn't really meet that goal. Right, no, I was, I was talking to the wife and we came up with the same thing essentially. Yeah. Where I was, I'm so stressed about giving an update or some type of blog. Because my blogs take a long time considering the fact that I'm doing all this glaze work and all these tests yeah. just to give you a clump of information uh -huh. that benefits you if you know how to make glaze. Yeah. And speaking of which, you never even advertise that you have a blog. <laughs> I always forget that you do. So, my blog yeah. is on my website. Like, Hey, you got to advertise that, man. I put stuff up on the web. If you go to earthnationsrams.com, I have a blog. Yeah, but people don't know that. You got to you gotta like advertise that. Here's the, here's the thing. And like, I try really hard not, not to be rude to these people who ask me this question. But there's a good amount of people who are either learning to put glazes together or know how to make glazes already who constantly ask me for my recipes. All of my glaze recipes and research since, I want to say last year, is on Glazy or on my blog. And I usually tell you the story behind it, mm -hmm. and I tell you my thought process, and I link the recipe, and the UMF is up there, and the chemistry's up there, yeah. and like, everything's up there. So, but like, you're right, I don't advertise it, mm -hmm. but part of me is like, well, if you want my recipe, my hard-worked recipe that a lot of people don't share, you gotta look for it. You gotta go to the website. Uh, yeah, but God, it's not I'm... my responsibility to tell you about my research. Well, you you just link them. You just link them to the to the blog post. I mean, it's it's up there. It's my, I got a link in my Instagram. You click the link, and it leads you to the website. It's two clicks away. How much, how much less work no, can it be? No, no, no. You got, it's more than two clicks because when you get to the website, then you got to go to the blog. That's two clicks. Look, Instagram, one click website. Second click, push blog button. That's two clicks, my guy. Two clicks. <sighs> it, uh, not. But people aren't even going to know to look for it. Unless know. you say that you have it, dude. Anyway, that's, I, I that's, have it. That's a separate I'm thing. I'm bad at advertising yeah. myself. Yeah. And Lin Lindsay, and I know this. We both. Yeah. We both know it. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. <laughs> So anyways, this came back to, so you and Abel were talking about... Right, we were, we were talking about the tables, and she was like, yeah. you should do maybe a store restock of like 10 or 15 pots every three months. Mm. And I was like, yeah, maybe you're right, because I only, I sold maybe like 30 pots, and there's about 20 left on the website right mm -hmm. now, which by the way are bangers. You guys are weird. Y'all be <laughs> buying the one-dimensional colored pots when there's like a myriad of colors and glazes yeah. up there that I've handmade myself, and y'all are like, give me the yellow one. Ugh. <laughs> There's one that's like blue and white and red at the same time. That's America Cup. Like, oh, America Cup. <laughs> Whatever, bro. I love that. <laughs> anyway, it's, it's uh, yeah. And she was like, why don't we start doing tables again? Just ease up on the, on the website. Why, why, what, why is that? Like, it's just, it's honestly, it's just so much more money. It's just uh, like, if I make a stock of stuff mm -hmm. and I sold it even for $10, if I sold every mug for like, Forty-five dollars or fifty dollars, mm -hmm. instead of the sixty-three dollars because shipping. Right. Right. In person, it would be like way more money to just show up, sit there for three days, and then sell out than it would yeah. to sit in my garage in the cold, mm -hmm. which I love, by the way. But <laughs> I know it's kind of funny. I'm like, it's so interesting to hear you say this right after we did the episode where I, we're talking yeah. about selling in person versus I, selling it, online. It's so much more money, but it's so less comfortable. So, so I'm curious, why? 
Because money, Lindsay. Well, no, I mean, I hear you. Hundred money. Hundred percent. I'm right there with you. America. But part of me is wondering, like, if we both kind of know that yeah. you, you sometimes struggle with advertising yourself. Masking takes energy. Is all yes. And like, I don't well, have an endless tank. What I was gonna ask is like, why is it that you're more interested, or why why don't you just advertise yourself more on Instagram as opposed to changing the way that you sell? Oh. We've been over this, and I have a bad argument for it, and you're way better at convincing me to do it. <laughs> Here's the thing. Advertisements are annoying, and I don't want to be another cog in the in, in the machine that is annoying you with constant barrages of serotonin and annoying advertisements. <laughs> I, just, I just don't want to... In the same way that you get spam mail, and you're like, oh, I wish they wouldn't send me this. It's, it's annoying, and like it's a waste of resources, and a man oh, hours work. Oh, God. And like, I am now part of that, no. but on a digital platform. People like you, Dante. People like reading your stuff. They like, I, don't. I mean, okay. The thing is I like, I hear you. And if you, if for you, it's more comfortable it's to deal spam. with masking and to deal with the emotional energy of selling at an event. If you would rather do that. Oh, oh than, okay. Then advertise okay. more, <laughs> which is fine. You're getting me, you're getting me so good. No, I mean, I like the thing is like, like, oh. okay, again, ultimately, because again, we, we kind of talked about this last episode. You're and right. You're right, though. Yeah, like, like you're you could, right. Thank you. No, I'm you're, not trying. I'm not trying to be right. But like, is, I'm though. just I'm presenting you with options because it's like and again, we'll, we'll kind of get back to in general, like the goals and stuff. But I feel like this is interesting to like kind of work through for you. If it's like there's a choice between one or the other. Right. And one of them clearly is better efficient wise and less time wise. Well, it's sort of like, well, I guess what I would say is each side, or at least from what I'm able to observe from your situation, yes. pros and cons on each side. The pros of selling at a table is that it's a lot of money quickly. And, but the downside is you have to, it takes more emotional energy for you because of masking and all the stuff we talked about on yes. the last episode. Yes. The other side is selling online, which has the benefit of you not having to be in a social environment that makes you uncomfortable. But the downside is you would then have to advertise your work more online yes. to get the same benefit that you would from a three day event in person. But in my comfort zone. In your comfort person. zone. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. No, I'm, you're... Not, I'm not saying that one or the other is better. You I'm win, just like... Lindsay. <laughs> no, you I'm win. Not... I'm not trying to win. I'm trying to- I'll make to... a TikTok right after this. Oh my God. You're right, oh my Lindsay. God. No, I'm not trying to be right. I'm just trying to like, cause it's, I don't know. Cause it's like- I, Lindsay well, said either make a TikTok or put your mask on. Choose. Yeah. <laughs> Choose. Well, okay. Cause the reason, the reason I am bringing this up is because sometimes I find it's the funniest thing. There, there, are, there have been a few times recently yeah. where somebody else will point out a solution to a problem that just should have been so obvious, yes. but it wasn't to me at the time. So part of me is like, well, if the goal is to make more money, like, why don't you just advertise more? But, but again, ultimately with that, it's about weighing the pros and cons and deciding what's ultimately most comfortable for you. What, what, right. Where you're okay with giving up discomfort, whether that's advertising or being right. a person. But and like, yeah, you're right about like, I have to, I have to just let people know I have a blog and a store and a yeah and a this and because I have so many branches on my tree of of work that like like somebody messed me the other day she's like you got a TikTok and I was like yeah and she only knows because there was a TikTok little symbol oh. when I posted it on Instagram yeah 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 and Instagram wants me to post reels mm -hmm. which are pretty much just boomer TikToks at this point <laughs> and that's you know that's what that is yeah and so I'm like oh that, at that point I'm like eh, I guess I'm not. Part of me wants to call it a false dichotomy of choices where it's like either or, but I can't come up with a third option. So that just means you're right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I mean, you know, you, you could yeah. you could always, you know, just or what it sounds like I think could be good about what you're 
ex thinking about doing in terms of doing more events yeah. is that it'll give you more information about like whether that's something that you that is like emotionally like sustainable for you because yeah. it's been a really long time since you've done an in-person event so you you know maybe I don't know maybe it'll be different but you're 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 trying something new which will then get you more information because as my mom says until you have more information it's just mental masturbation <laughs> I wish y'all could see the look on Dante's face right now but it's true if you're struggling with the decision sometimes you just got to get more information that was funny as hell isn't that great that was funny I as hell that. boy I'll tell you what my mom's amazing oh. I love my mom so much that was <laughs> That was funny as hell. Yeah. yeah. Was, oh. Yeah. I'm taking that to the dad convention and I'm going to say it, that. On the, do it. But you got to credit my mom. You got to credit. It's originally a mom joke. Yeah. No. At the dad convention, we credit women for everything. Yeah. Good. 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 We have to. <laughs> or else we get in trouble from our wives. Oh, my God. Right. Okay, boomer. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. When you become a dad, all your humor comes becomes like the other day I read newspaper because my wife <laughs> wife make happy but also sometimes sad. <laughs> Alright, I have a I have another I have another goal thing. You have more goal things. Yeah. Okay. So um I met one I feel like I met my take a class chemistry goal. Yeah. Like I'm finishing up the we just reached the color platform. So I feel like that was a major goal for me. And mm -hmm. I, I feel like I completed that for the year. Yeah. That was my well, Christmas present to myself. One of the things I know I've noticed that you've changed too is that you, uh, so again, when I was listening to the uh, little bit of the uh, 2021 review, mm -hmm. you talked about having an editor and that's something that's changed too, right? Like you, you don't have an editor anymore for... I don't have an editor, but I think it's because my community is much more understanding with my time now. Oh, okay. That's kind of nice. Like I used to, I used to get like, where's the weekly video? Where is it? Oh, and now yeah. people I think are like, well, he has a baby yeah, and he has, still has his nine to five job Yeah, and then he has to make content for us mm -hmm. and then he's doing glaze experiments Yeah, and then he has to go to Enseca mm -hmm. and then he has to make the blog and th like, and then he has to, you know, like make the, and then he has to edit his own video. Mm -hmm. So I think whenever I miss an episode on like a Saturday morning, people yeah. are like, yeah, no, that's fine. If we get like two videos a month, that's still better than none because his time is so strapped. Yeah. You know, so I think, yeah. I think I've eased off on an editor only because they're so understanding, but I still am in the process of finding a good editor. Oh, okay. My thing is that YouTube gives me a certain amount of money per month. To mm -hmm. have the videos up, period. Yeah. And I need to find an editor that, like, I need you to dry cut this for $50. Yeah. So that you can give it back to me. And that way I can be like, does it take you two hours to dry cut it? Cool, it's $25 an hour. Here's yours. Four videos. Mm. Right? And that's $200 if you can finish these four videos in one day. Yeah. And then for the month I'll be caught up. And that way I just add audio and memes. Mm -hmm. And then that's, like, the episode. If I can do that, that's great. I have a person in the, in the pipeline right now. Oh, okay. But, um... He, he's a bit busy. I would mm. just have to get him on a on a schedule. Of, right. You know, so it's in the works, but I, I don't have someone right now. Okay, okay. But it's, it's you know. Okay. So, yeah, I but I thank you. If you're listening to this, I thank you for being so patient with me. Just hit the bell next to subscribe. You will know when videos come out. <laughs> like, you, it will give it to you. Yeah, yeah. So another goal that I had this year that I feel pretty good about in general like you is, succeeded yeah like i okay. succeeded okay is um having a better work-life balance during the holidays yeah and it was kind of funny because i was listening to again the 2021 review and i was like done by december 1st and i'm like 
dang, I don't even remember that. Like, I wish I had done that this year. So like, I'm glad, I'm glad that I think I, like for how much I planned yes. during December, I feel like I did a pretty good job of, like there were some gives and give and takes, right? Like, yeah. I definitely kind of fell off the wagon when it comes to posting consistently on social media. Like I, I almost stopped doing that during most of this month. Yeah. But instead of like every night coming home at like 10 and 11, which is something I used to do pretty consistently, mm -hmm. I would only come home at 10 like once a week. Like you, it usually ended up being like Tuesdays or something where I would work late in the studio. But mm -hmm. like, I think my, cause again, that was something that Cody, my partner for those listening who don't know, that was one of the biggest things that he had kind of was talking about just with like overall my perceived sustainability in this field. He was like, Lindsay, I can basically predict when you're gonna get stressed out and when I'm never gonna see you, yeah. like based on the time of year. And I'm like, okay, if it's like that's consistently, fair. like, yeah, like that, yeah. that's fair. So um, so I feel like I've been a much better partner this uh, <laughs> this year. And, um, oh, another, another little victory thing is, so again, when I was listening to the 2021 year review, I was talking a lot about like how anxious I was in my like having to go to therapy a bunch, mm -hmm. which, you know, again, nothing like therapy's freaking great like I'm, I'm all for that but it's also nice to not have to need it as desperately so a little mental health victory of starting to take the anti-anxiety antidepressants and just like this has been the best year that I've had in a really long time I have no I have noticed you've gotten you've gotten better at pacing yourself yeah I mean, I've noticed that yes oh thank I mean you. I'm not yeah what do you I'm curious like what do you what do you observe like you're not as stressed about normal <laughs> You're just like, you're just like, there's something coming up in a month I need to get ready for. And uh -huh. then I check on you in like three weeks and you're like, I'm ready for it. Ah. And like, that's it. I will say though, I have noticed that we, you and I together have mm -hmm. more balls in the air. Pulse. We <laughs> have more yeah, balls in do. the air. <laughs> Why are they in the air? Oh God. That's not where <laughs> that's they belong. They belong. <laughs> um, we, you and I together have more things in the air that are big and that are, are coming up soon yeah. than we probably ever have as, as a unit. And it's, yeah. it's like, for the amount of stress you're exhibiting versus, I feel like a year ago, you would have mm -hmm. been way more stressed. Yes, you know? yeah. As for now, you're yeah. like, we got it. Yeah. You know? Well, I think part of what helps too is that like, I feel like there's more balls in the air, so to speak, but for me, it feels like they're more focused. This time, or like last year, you know, I was still working on, like I, we, we were working on the Tea Cozy project. Yes. And that was again, like in November, like right before the holidays. Yes. So like there was that, and I was also making a set of serveware for, for Insight. So it's kind of like, I've been trying to lean away from wholesale because mm -hmm. it's just not really, for the way that I've structured my business, I think it's just not really worth my time. Right. So, um, as you know, and again, that's that's no shade on Tea Cozy. Like, I'm still, I love that business. I still love I'm, Tea yeah, Cozy. I'm, yeah, it's, yeah. So it's not, it's not about like. I'll die with you, Tea Cozy. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think it feels good because the things that we're juggling, at least for my part, are things that feel focused for the direction that I want to be heading. A hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe we should mention that. Let's mention like one of the three real quick. Okay. Well, well we should at least mention... Anyway, carry, carry the on. The convention, carry on. maybe? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Ceramicon? 
Well, ceram ceramic. Yeah. I forgot. That's the second thing. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. we're we're part of this online convention called Ceramicon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Imagine imagine a ceramic convention because Ceramicon, duh. Uh, <laughs> but it's more online, so you don't have to go to a physical place. You essentially pay uh, a bit of money, and then you have an open door invitation to like have all these classes presented mm -hmm. to you. The thing that I appreciate about it, and this is no shade on Ensika, is that when I went to Ensika, and I think uh, a few people probably agree with me, it was more about meeting your Potter friends or like rubbing elbows, mm. you know? But for Ceramicon, it is like 100%, I need this skill that I know this Potter, <laughs> I know this Potter teaches, and if I, if I pay this amount of money for this online thing, all these potters come together and they talk about things like how to make your glaze, how to market yourself, XYZ, XYZ, XYZ. Yeah, yeah. And the lineup is really good too. Salt. Tim yeah, C is there, yeah. I'm there, Lindsay's there. I'm surprised. <laughs> We're the good lineup, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, regardless, regardless of us, regardless yeah. of us. Like the, the lineup looks good, the topics looks, are, look really looks interesting. Great. Um, yeah, and if you're curious about like, you know, who that lineup is. Um, I think it's just ceramicon.com, but I'll also leave notes in the uh, in the show notes, or leave a link in the show yeah, notes. Yeah, we have affiliate links, so you can get like 20 bucks off of the tickets. Yeah, and there's like early bird, early bird sales right now. Um, so your topic is gonna be... I'm, I'm talking about how to put it, how to put, how to put it. <laughs> I'm talking about specifically how to put a glaze together with no knowledge of how to, like, if you don't know how to make a glaze, period, right now, mm -hmm. I talk about where to get the materials, what books I think you should buy, the the equipment you need to buy, those problems that you're probably going to run into, a place where you can get recipes and information on top of how to physically put it together. Mm -hmm. Like, every, like you don't know how to make a glaze right now. At the end of this, by the way, 30-minute course. If somebody made me a 30-minute video when I was a kid, like yeah. a younger kid than I am now on how to put a glaze together, this is this was a love note to little Dante is what it was. Oh, I love that. It was like, let me teach you how to make a glaze from start to finish. Yeah. The thing is that... um. It, it does cost a bit of money, but it doesn't cost as much as I thought it would. Yeah, I mean, like, I think if you were to buy... Okay, like, for instance, yeah. I bought a uh, a video from Kurt Hammerly on basically slip casting 101. Yes. That cost $35, I think. That's low, low, right? Yeah, there. and this Ceramicon... Anyway, I'll, I'll leave the, I'll leave the information on the, on the exact fee. Yeah, they have an Instagram and everything. Yeah, but it's basically, if you were to pay... Because there's, what, 20 artists, I think? At least. So 20 times 35. So if you were to buy each one of these classes individually for like 35 bucks, mm -hmm. it would be $700. But if you like get the, the, the ticket to Ceramicon, you're getting that same number of classes for like around $200. Yeah, and, and I will say that a couple people messaged me and they were like, what do you think about the price yeah. versus other classes? And I said, I, I think it's great. And I went in depth with one person. I f I'm sorry if you're listening to this and you're like, I'm that guy. I forget your name. There's a lot of you that messaged me on Instagram. <laughs> but he was like, do you think it's worth it? And I said, absolutely. If you think about it, a ticket to Enseca was like, what, three, four hundred dollars? Mm -hmm. And there were no classes. That no, I no, no. There were a bunch of classes. <laughs> well, like, Enseca had a bunch of, Enseca, Enseca was huge. It's yeah. just that, like, I think for what we were wanting out of it, it was more of a, like a social networking okay, thing that's, for us. That's fair. So Enseca, Enseca had classes, but like, yeah. this is class derivative. This is class driven. Yeah. This place, this Ceramicon is like four classes. And to put it into perspective, right, for the glaze courses I'm taking right now, I got them on sale and they're near a thousand dollars for the 20 classes that you'll probably get with Ceramicon, it's a third, if not less than that price. Yeah. yeah. So it's, 
if, is the juice worth the squeeze? It depends on whether you need juice or not. <laughs> if you need to know how to market yourself and make glazes and and I'm sure I yeah, is there someone who's doing like slip casting? Yeah, and, there is there's um all of the on the website, all of the artists have the topic that they're discussing underneath their headshot. Yes. So you can see you can look at what basically what the class list is yes. and see if you're interested in that. And if you're not, that's totally fine. Like, but if it if it does look like it's gonna be up your alley, it's a really cool project that Dante and I are working on right now. And I'm excited because what I'm my topic is kind of a combo of how to prepare for, how to sell at your first in-person event and slash how to talk about your art. Yes. So for me, one of the biggest things I struggle with in my business in general is if I'm trying something new, it's getting a sense of like, oh God, like what are all the different things that I need to yeah. get together? So like, I'm mm. gonna read. You made like gonna, a list, can didn't I, you? I, I have so much. So in, so in addition to the actual video that I'm doing, which realistically I'm looking at the outline, it's gonna be hella long. It's probably gonna be 45 minutes to an hour. It, just discussing everything. The but, minimum but, for the contract was like 30. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but so in addition to the, to the video that I'm doing, I'm also putting together um, a digital booklet that you can download as part of the class that will give you my entire outline. So you can have that as a reference. So that's another, again, like, added value you to put like an extra step i'm doing so much i put in like, time stamps where i'm like if you don't want to know this part of it just click here yeah yeah i'm gonna can i i'm gonna read my no, my, go my little thesis yeah. so this is this is basically what i wrote down for my overall goal of what i want people to get out of my ceramicon class yes so um i want to help viewers feel prepared to sell at their first in-person event by providing one a clear overarching sense of the timeline and steps needed to prepare for and participate in an in-person selling event. Two, the tools to navigate broad questions that artists can only answer for themselves, like how to price your work or how to talk about your work. And three, provide a comprehensive list of both necessary and recommended items to bring. And I aim to achieve this goal by centering my own approach and years of experience, but also acknowledging the variety of opinions and experiences of other artists concerning these topics. Mm. So that's that's what I'm going to be doing. And I'm going to basically be providing a, you know, if we're talking about love notes to our previous selves, yeah. I want to create the guide that I wish I had when I was getting started. 100%. Because I need like all the information. Yes. So um, I'm really looking forward to putting that together. And that's like, again, like talking about looking into 2022, that's one of the really big things that we have going on and it's freaking exciting. Yeah, I know this sounds like an advert for Ceramic. Yeah, I mean, but I promise like, <laughs> they're, not, they're, not, they're not paying us for advertising right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just, we just want you to know that there's like mm. a digital platform for people to learn valuable skills in the ceramic community that otherwise you wouldn't have. Mm -hmm. And I don't, and I might be biting my own tongue by saying this, I don't know if a place like Enseca would have a volume of, like I last year I don't know of any class where someone's like, I'm gonna teach you how to make a glaze at Enseca. I have no well, knowledge of it. I'm sure they've done it sometime in the past. But like if Enseca was like, each room has a person that would teach you one <laughs> skill in this hour of, I'd be like, yes, I'd go to that convention every year. <laughs> every year. Well, I, I feel like too, like Ceramicon and Enseca are in a lot of ways very different kinds of events. So I don't necessarily yeah. feel like comparing them is like the best way to- it's apples to oranges, I guess. Kind of, yeah. They're so both it's, fruit so it's, though. Yeah, they're both they're both fruit. They're both yeah. fruit. They're still yeah. in the same field, but they are yeah. different. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's bit, yeah, yeah. I just don't want to like talk bad on Inseka because it's you know it's no, just it's I just like different Inse things. Yeah. I like Inseka. Yeah. It's just like that's the place where I go to hang out with the homies. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, 
Well, there there is a lot of there like there are workshops and things as in in Inseco. Like uh, Tasha taught an entire like lecture or like workshop thing on how to uh, how to carve vessels. Right. So right. Yes. so there are hands on things with Inseco, but but with Ceramicon, I guess like you're saying, it's it's centering the the education part as opposed to like. And Sika has more networking opportunities. Yeah, there's a concentration on on a, a skill that is to be learned for yeah. Ceramicon. Yeah. Versus in Sika is like, yeah. pick what you pick, yeah. you know. Is one of the one of the I was gonna say one of the other things too that for those who maybe are interested in like the back end business side of this, like because again, like that's what the mud pedal is. That's what we're all about is the behind the scenes of ceramic arts. <laughs> I'm interested in the behind them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> but one of the things that kind of made me more interested in participating in this event is that the person who's running it is very coordinated, and they also like. I, I've heard of other events, I'm not going to like name the events, but there's been some events that are the only way that the person, how do I say, where basically like the attendance is based solely and the payment is based solely on what tickets the artist can sell. So yeah. for instance, like there's an event, the event organizer isn't paying the artist who's going to be there. To make the content. Or at least to be there. Right. Just and the, and the only way for that for that artist then to make money is to sell tickets. What I appreciate about Ceramicon is that the event organizer is already paying us yes. a baseline fee, which is a solid fee. I'm not going to say it's what not a bad. Is. We're not so yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's 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 a solid thing. So and and then and of course we get a percentage of whatever tickets that we sell through our own separate affiliate links. So yes. it's like if you buy through Dante's affiliate link, then like Dante will get a percentage of that ticket sale. I'll get a percentage of whatever ticket sale you buy through mine and yes. all the other artists. But I feel like that's important to mention because I am suspicious of events where the impetus to sell tickets and to make it a successful event is on the artists and not on the yes. event coordinator. Excellent. And I think that the event coordinator is doing a really good job of not making that dynamic happen. Like, I think we're all invested in making this a successful event, yes. but it's not just on the artists and it's not just about the event organizer like trying to make a buck off of I agree. artists' work. It's also so. the ease of use that she set up. I think her name's Elizabeth? Yeah, Elizabeth. Right? Yeah. That she, the ease of use in which she set me up was great. She was like, here's a video. I mean, here's the contents that I want you to do, mm -hmm. right? What do you want to do? And I was like, I want to do this. She goes, that sounds great. Yeah. Outline it for me. I outlined it for her. She mm -hmm. goes, great. Here's the things you're going to need for your Instagram and your social media. She gave it to me in like a... Uh, yeah, like a media folder. A like media a, folder. Yeah. And mm -hmm. she was like, here are the questions people are going to have. Here are the answers. And I was like, wow, I just got to push like two buttons. Mm -hmm. And you did most of the footwork for me. And then any questions I had, she was super helpful. Yeah. Super nice about it. Yeah. She wasn't like, look here, you little... You little <laughs> I'm gonna give you ten bucks to make a TikTok and talk about me. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. oh, oh, you're kind of mean about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, no the 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 event coordinator is is yeah. She's... I felt tricked because she's so nice that I couldn't say no. even on the website. She's so nice that I was like, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do it. But if she was a little bit meaner, I'd be like, nah, you can't buy my respect. Get out of here. But she she was not mean at all. Yeah, she was super organized, just like you're saying. Mm -hmm. She was she was great. Well, so have you gone over all the things that you feel like you succeeded in? Or are there uh, things that you did not succeed in for the year? Because I feel like we're talking about Ceramicon a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no, for which, sure. Let's, yeah, let's, let's yeah, we can move on from that. By That's the way, we should say that if you're looking for an affiliate code instead of doing the footwork, 
you can use our affiliate codes by putting our names and then the number 20 after it. So if, if you want to take Lindsay's class and you want her affiliate code, it's just Lindsay 20. Yeah. Well, of course, but but it, you're, when you sign up, you're not just getting my class. You're getting everybody's class. Yes, of course. Yeah. You can yes. just say, it's essentially saying like, this is the artist that brought me to this. Yeah. And then you put in their first name and then 20 after it. Yeah. And that's, that's as easy as the code gets. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's all. And that's the discount code. Yeah. That's yeah, the discount sure. code. Yeah. For sure. And it's their artist's first name. So it'd be like Dante 20, yes. Lindsay, Lindsay 20, 20 whatever. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I feel like, I think the biggest thing that, oh my God, I keep moving from one year to do list to the next is slip casting. Slip casting. And I think especially, I see this look on your face. That's just my face, Lindsay. I know, I know, but I see it. And the reason, uh, yeah. the reason that I want to get into slip casting is that especially this year, like, because one of the other, and actually this is kind of another like side success thing. One of the things that I did want to focus on this year is either every month or every other month, creating a small batch of new higher end quote unquote mm -hmm. cups. So basically every couple of months I made a completely unique design that was, each one was hand carved, mm -hmm. had its own story behind it. Mm -hmm. And I really, really enjoyed doing that. Like mm -hmm. I did the shipwreck series. I did vessels of the magma clerics. I love that. I love that one too. I love that one too a lot. And then I did the poisoner series. So all of these completely unique designs that I made, I really like them and I want to, I want to make more, but it's not really feasible for me because each one is really extensively hand carved. Yeah. I kind of get tired of making them really quickly because my hands hurt after making one of them. In the winter. Yeah, the, yeah. I so so I really want to do slip casting to be able to have more, pr cr create more items and create the kinds of pieces that are driving me artistically. Yes. Because those new designs feel like me stretching my creative muscles and my writing muscles. That's another thing that I like, feel like I've gotten mm -hmm. better at this year is actually integrating more writing into my practice. Mm -hmm. A lot of it ends up on Patreon. I don't always share it as my regular well, social media. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just, either way, I'm still doing it, right? Like yes. I'm, I'm creating a piece and then doing writing to go alongside that. Yeah. Yeah, and I want to do more of that, but I need slip casting, I think, to make that more feasible long term. Just yeah, I I've thought about it as well, and it's it's more on the back burner for me than it is at the front of my mind. Mm -hmm. Although I will say that there's with my last year with me saying. I would like to make five cups of this yeah, and then five cups of that. You've really done well with that, it seems like. I'm trying. Yeah. I'm just so bad at advertising myself that yeah. people, like, I made, like, three Dungeon Master mugs that I put on my website. Yeah. That And they sold out within a week and a half, mm -hmm. but then people are, will still message me, like, hey, when's your next draw update? And I'm like, I put it in my Instagram profile mm -hmm. and I like I posted it multiple times yeah. and and I feel I feel bad but like if you don't have notifications on my posts then like just check the words on my profile before you message me and be like when's the post because like the, the information's there yeah and it's uh it's yeah I, I guess I'm just not as good as putting it in people's faces and which is kind of why I'm relegating myself like we talked about to doing more tables yeah is yeah because like I'm there in front of you and it's mm -hmm. easier to sell to you if you are there to buy something right? rather right. than looking for me. And I'm not in a high traffic area like Etsy. I'm like a little cult. <laughs> <laughs> like if you yeah. know about me and you know about the yeah. site, like you're in like the amount of people who like my channel, probably like 10% of them know about the website and know that yeah. I sell work. Mm -hmm. It's not like I want to slip cast, but I think there are some really interesting shapes 
that I could probably get out of slip casting because the shapes are difficult to make. Mm. If that makes sense. Like Yeah, uh, like, like the, they're they're difficult to like if you were to throw and then alter them, they would take a lot of time. Yeah, exactly. Or like handles, right? Oh like, yeah. Like I only have one or two different types of handles. But I would love to slip cast an intricate handle mm -hmm. so that I could never have to make an intricate handle <laughs> for a full day of work and only make five of them. Yeah. You know, I would just love to just cast that. And it's it's not like I want that to become my whole practice. It's just that there are little bits of the hole that I realize can be made easier by casting these little bits. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's not like all my mugs are gonna be slip cast all the same. Right, yeah, yeah. And it wouldn't and it wouldn't be for me either. Like I'm still planning on making wheel throwing like probably most of what I make. Like 80% at least. Yeah, yeah. But I want that 20% to yes. be the the me stretching my creative muscles thing. Yeah, and that's, I want to have more time to, again, stre yeah. like, stretch your creative muscles. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think it's more of like a, like I'm not going to go out of my way this very moment on the list of priorities that I have to go out and learn to slip cast and make a slip cast because I don't have anything in my mind that I would want to. Yeah. But if somebody gave me a slip cast of an interesting handle right now mm -hmm. and was like, try out this handle, I would throw a couple cups and just attach them yeah. right now. Yeah. Would, and then I'd be like, wow, that was easy. And then I'd <laughs> cast for that specific handle and yeah. put it in a special place in my studio and probably mm -hmm. use it sparingly. I definitely do know that a couple years ago, I was like, slip casting. <laughs> yeah, you were pretty anti-slip casting for a while. I'm there. still, I'm still pretty. It's like, it's like being anti-sword. It's like, no, nah, I don't like swords, but I do need to kill something right now. <laughs> you know? And I, I think two years ago, I was like, I don't think there's anything I need to kill. But now I'm like, have a little sword. Yeah. A little bit of sword. Just a little stabby stabby. A little, a little stabby, just in case. Yeah. I've run into some, some, you know, some stuff and I'm like, I might, might have to cut up a little uh, something, something. Yeah. You know? Rats in the basement so you can deliver the letter to the librarian at the mage tower. That's always quest one. What? It? <laughs> it's like in every quest, whenever you start a new RPG, you have to go like kill freaking rats in a basement or something. Oh yeah. It's the, always like, Warcraft, the... like go kill 20 wolves and oh, then I feel God. bad because they did not... They ain't doing nothing wrong. It's okay, they respawn. They're in the <laughs> forest minding their own business, uh, hunting for food, and here you yeah. are some level one warrior, like, mm -hmm. hey, I gotta kill you and like 12 of your family members to level <laughs> up. And they're like, why? And you're like, cause quest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Oh. <laughs> yeah, see? Oh. Now you're sad. Yeah, it's a little sad. What about you? What are some of the other, like, are there any other things that you feel like you've been particularly successful at this year? I just want to lay this down. Yeah. I'm a great dad. Aww. I'm fantastic at this job. Yeah. I was built for this. Whoa. Kid woke up at like 3 or 4 a.m. this yeah. morning, and then she woke me. She likes to punch me in the face. I'm so proud of her. She like <laughs> whacks me in the face to wake me up, and she's like, I'm awake, and I have a second wind in the middle of the night. Oh, my God. And instead of being like trying to get her back to sleep, I'm like, okay, cool. Let's go. And we mm -hmm. went to the living room, mm -hmm. and we watched her favorite show, and we stayed up, and like she had fruit, and I had peanut butter jelly sandwiches. and. Aww. I was just like, yeah, we're going to hang out until you go back to sleep. But, like, when I talk to other parents, they're just like, oh, my kid woke up, and I fucking hate it, <laughs> and it's awful, and I didn't get much sleep last night, and now I'm irritated, oh. and I hate life, and I shouldn't have had kids. And I'm like, yeah, I get to chill with my daughter. <sighs> but, like, she falls asleep in my arms as I play Destiny. What do you complain about? Oh, my God. This is what I was doing before, but with my favorite person now, like, in my arms. God. Yeah. Yeah, you, I think you are, like, you are a... Uh, Stamina build. You put the stats into the yeah. right. Your stat block is set well for being a parent. And God I think like, it's like. I could make him really strong and have a lot of stamina and work ethic, or make him super f***ing hot. <laughs>
And then he looked at like the hot cup and was like, pour that shit out. <laughs> You're a good looking dude, Dante. You don't I, you don't gotta you don't gotta hate on yourself about that. I'm a hard seven, and I understand it's only because I have the work ethic of a stamina monster. <laughs> and I'm not like super unhealthy. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I'm physically capable enough to go on adventures and mm -hmm. things of that. And like I can go to the gym with you. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Not to say that you're not if you can't do those things. I'm just saying that like most people are like, cool. He's healthy enough to live long enough for me to love on him. <laughs> and also, yeah. he has the stamina to raise my babies and the work ethic to supply the money that would needed to have those things. Mm -hmm. There you go. Yay. Like, yeah. But without those things, I'd be a five. Easily. <laughs> easily a five. Negative two points. Oh my god. Yeah. <sighs> Maybe a four, actually. I don't even... I don't even... I don't even know how to... <laughs> I, I can't even, like... Well, because it's like when I'm so realistic with myself. I'm telling I, you. I, I don't... I don't... Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so, because it's like, cause the, anyway. Well, you know me, so it's different. Yeah. If you saw me on the street, you'd be like, look at that five in an orange jacket. No, I didn't. And I then you see I, my daughter, you see how patient. What the first time I didn't think you'd that? You'd see how patient and loving I am. Oh, yeah, no, that's true. That and you'd be like, oh, he's a six. And then you'd see that I get into my car that I own and the house that I pay a mortgage on. You'd be like, all right, that's a seven. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'd see me at the gym and be like, oh, it's a 7.5 right there. <laughs> he looks like he's taking care of himself. And then you'd see me put glazes together. <laughs> and, and, like, you'd, and you'd be like, oh, that's an 8. <laughs> Dude, like, what is that meme where it's like increasing? It's like that meme where it's like, it's like a brain and then like the brain's shining and then it's like a like cosmic being. Yeah. Like that's the, that's the. And then there's like a Buddha. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my God. It's, yeah. So, it was, okay. So parenthood has been a, it's been a good year for parenthood. It's been a great year for parenthood because like you know i got like 11 or 12 people that i like that i'll do anything for mm -hmm. i gave birth to one of them yeah well i didn't give birth but like i helped create one of them yeah yeah <laughs> so it's it's very like i love this thing so yeah. much i can't wait until you're a teenager and you hate me <laughs> and then i can't wait until you're 30 and you're like i'm sorry for hating you for no reason Aww. and then uh, i walk in to the house one day and you show up behind me with a knife to my throat and you whisper in my ear, you're getting old. <laughs> you're getting slow, old man. And I go, I love you so much. And you go, I love you too. Oh my God. <laughs> and then as I'm dying on the ground, I say, I pass all my powers to you. And it was an orb of... So it's basically like your daughter absorbs your dragon soul. She Highlanders me. Essentially, okay, Highlander. There we go. There we go. She I was, Highlanders I was, me. I was taking it to Skyrim there. And then she knows all like she, yeah, she could dragon shout afterwards. Oh my God. Fusro Pot! She does <laughs> It's like the Matrix. She looks back at her at her significant other and is like, I don't have to sleep anymore. And he's like, what? And she's like, I absorb my father's soul. Oh my I god. I no longer need to sleep. <laughs> and he's like, no! <laughs> no, but then I'll be sad because then you'll be dead and then I'll have to make a glaze out of your body. <laughs> so that's just too much. Grab my bones up and make bone ash out of it. By the way, I, I, the map cat classes I've been taking, yeah. like they're teaching you the base elements and what they're made out of mm -hmm. and whatnot and what like the base chemicals are made out of. Bone ash really do be just like calcified bone. Yeah. Just like I, well, it's, burnt it's, bone. Yeah, no, they use like ox bones from what I understand. But there's like replacements you can use if you want to have vegan pottery. Yeah, and that's that's the weird thing is that like, I have a couple vegan friends and when I tell them this, the, who are potters, Yeah. and when I tell them this, they're like, does that mean I'm not making vegan art? And I'm like, well, if you know how to make your own glazes, you can kind of get around that with the chemistry, but like, Mm -hmm. If you're buying your own glazes and you're vegan, 
they're not going to tell you the recipe, but there is a good chance that if you like like a certain red, because a lot of reds have bone ash in them. Mm. Yeah, you, you could know, probably... You are probably using animal bones. You could probably call the glaze company, though. Like, if, it was, if that was a concern, even yeah. if they didn't give you the recipe, you could probably contact the glaze company and ask them whether they use bone yeah, ash. Because, at least. Yeah. Um, and then they can, and then you can work around from there. I wonder that's many, one of the benefits of uh, making your own glazes, that is which true. you can sign up for the ceramic cloth class to learn from Dante. I wonder. So, oh, what? speaking of which, we should talk about some of the other. Oh, can we talk about the other exciting news? I'm gonna talk about it. Should I? Should we tell the story? Should I tell the story? Well, okay. Well, before we get into that, like, are you sure that we can? Talk about it. Well, at this point, it's pretty much just telling them that we're going to Inseca. Oh, okay. But we're going to Inseca, guys. Okay, we're going to Inseca. <laughs> we're going to the Ohio Inseca. If you're listening to this, it's like what three, four months in advance. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it says Inseca's in March, and we are in December. So. But we're gonna be actually we're going to be part of Inseca. We're gonna be on a panel. <laughs> We're going to be on a panel, and the reason we're going to be on a panel is because somebody invited us to be on, essentially, a podcaster's panel. Yeah. We don't want to say who. We don't want to say where he's from. We just want to say, because I don't know how much info I can give at the yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're going to be, like, talking with some rad podcasters. With some tubular Tubular. <laughs> with some radical calabungas of a certain sort. So I guess we kind of gave some of it away. Yeah, I guess we I, guess I think we that's started. okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're, go we're going to... This is what we'll call a, a hard tease. We'll call... <laughs> Because you don't want a soft tease. No, you, no, you no, don't. You, I mean, useless. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> no pushing rope in this hold, like, in this household. Just imagining like, <laughs> they're just they're just like. Oh my god! Just trying to get it in there. Dude, I'm gonna have to mark this episode explicit. This episode, we are just—I don't know what our energy is right now, but we are on a level. Well, you see this pink stuff in my bottle right here. Yeah. That's pre-workout. Oh, and I'm not working out today. I just I just drink it to get yeah. through life essentially. Yeah, I had a I had a a, a a large coffee with an added shot, so yeah, maybe that's my energy. We also had coffee and donuts too. Yeah, we did. But essentially, we're going to be going to Inseco, Ohio, and the reason that we're going is essentially because they were like, we we can help you with tickets mm -hmm. if if you come, and yeah. we were like, oh, that's like damn near a round trip flight worth of money. Yeah, and yeah. So that that was the biggest thing for me is that like I was originally not planning on going to Inseca. Yeah. As much as I really wanted to, but again, like the the tickets are really expensive. The and, tickets are like and, four or five. And uh, I think three or more like three or four hundred. Three or four, yeah. Yeah, two. Yeah, I think it's between like two fifty and three hundred. But point being, it's expensive. They're expensive, yeah. And on top of the travel and hotel, even though you were very generous to offer to yeah. like pay for you know your my, my half of the hotel room costs but but even with that like that was still going to be too much money yeah until this situation until came about yes yeah, uh, somebody contacted us and pretty offered us the tickets to mm -hmm. help, or to help with the tickets mm -hmm. and so now my brain's like well i just got to pay for a hotel for two or three days and then i have to pay for a round trip flight for myself mm -hmm. and then like after that it's just food yeah and you know i'm a little concerned about food because i've only been to like japan texas utah and california mm. And and when I went to Utah, it was bland as hecker doodles. <laughs> and Texas had enough diversity, and yeah. Japan is the homeland. So, <laughs> but like, if I go to Ohio and you guys just got potatoes, I'm gonna be mad. Oh, I'm sure they got good food. Uh, we're, we're gonna be in Cincinnati too, so it's like you know we're gonna be like in a proper city. In a, yeah, in a in yeah, one of the, like, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm actually I'm really looking forward to the. You know, just it, just like trying food. I've never been. I've never been to Ohio before, so I've never been to Ohio either. My mom was like, "You gotta bundle up." 
you got like it's gonna be cold and I was like in March and she's like yeah you don't know Dante but we live in a place where like there's no weather except for like kind of cold and really hot yeah and then like sometimes rain but that's not really weather <laughs> but like they have like proper snow yeah and yeah they, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to prepare for yeah. that She's like, there's no walking around on a t-shirt when it's raining and 30 degrees outside because oh, you're a Californian. Jesus. She's like, there's none of that. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'll just put a jacket on. She's like, no, you'll put multiple jacket on. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. or you'll freeze. So that's 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 our second surprise. Yeah. I'm not telling you the third one. Well, I don't remember what, the, oh, I remember what the third one was. Yeah, I'm telling you. But you'll, you'll know what the third one is when you listen to the Night Peddlers episode, you right? You will know. Yeah. Yeah, you so will know what the third that's one is. A, that, we'll call that another, like, medium pressure tease. <laughs> medium pressure tease. <laughs> Little pressure. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and have that up by the end by the end of the month. Uh, so yeah, so hopefully you know. So if you are a member, what I'm planning on doing is if you are. So I have three tiers on my Patreon. I've got House of Earth, which is a three dollar tier. House of Stone, which is a, the seven dollar tier, and then House of Flame, which is the thirteen dollar tier, or yes. fifteen if you're in an international. I'm planning on the Night Peddlers access being for House of Stone upward. And so I think that will be like, I think in terms of like goals for next year, mm -hmm. consistent, how? <laughs> in, ter <laughs> in terms Lindsay of- Lindsay has a table problem. I do, I have a table Lindsay problem. <laughs> for the first year we did this podcast, Lindsay was like, we can't tap on the table. And then every podcast she's like, I know, I'm tapping so hard. Well, I just- I, But I, she hurt her finger I just, tattoo. I did, I, it was like a real tip of my finger. Anyway, so, so next year, one of my goals is to, so expand, like, cause I want to continue to give reasons, give people reasons to sign up for my Patreon. And it would okay. be, actually, it would be interesting to do like, like a follow-up, like, oh, since both of us have had our Patreon for a while, and of course you've had yours for a bit, for, but, but to yeah, do like years, a follow-up yeah. of like, what's it been like having a Patreon. But I want to continue to give people reasons to like, sign up for my Patreon, even though I know that sometimes people will just sign up and then not utilize the, yeah. the extra things that they get, which is fine. It's like a gym. Yeah. Like they sign up and they don't use it. And yeah. then you're like, well, you, you're still paying. Yeah. Like, which is... Which, Which is fine. fine. You know what I mean? Like, I don't always follow super closely with all of the people that I patronize yeah. on, or am a patron of on, on Patreon. Get patronized. But, um, yeah. But anyway, yeah, so that's that's a goal. Doing, like, once a month, once a month, <laughs> once a month Night Peddlers episode. Continue to be consistent about, or be more consistent about, writing on Patreon. And I, I don't know, another goal kind of for this year was to, again, do, like, more YouTube because we... For we for about a year, you know, we had the mud, mud peddlers, peddlers yeah. on YouTube, yeah. and I was thinking, okay, that'll be like a good entryway into me posting like my own content on YouTube. Yeah, still not sure where that is. That's kind of like for me, learning how to do slip casting is on a higher tier than doing a YouTube really? video. Yeah, yeah, because it's like YouTube, it's kind of harder for me to think about investing the time for that because it's like. It's the editing thing. It's or, the editing. It's yeah. the, it's it's a lot of time. It's, it's whole thing. you know yeah, and it's kind of hard to see like the direct monetary correlation. But then again, there isn't a real direct monetary correlation with the mud peddlers. And I think we've gotten like I don't think you know we obviously wouldn't be invited to Insika if we weren't doing this podcast together since it's a podcasters panel, right? Right. It, this so, is specific. They invited us specifically because the podcast is getting fairly popular. To be to be clear about it, we goaded with the sauce. They want us to bust it down at Ensika. I think I understand what that means. I learned it from TikTok. Yeah, we're cool. I'm a dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. Well, how, I don't even know how long we've been talking, but like. I think we're good. I think we're. I think we, we're probably we good. We gotta be good. Yeah. Yeah. This is kind of a um, long. This is a long podcast. Yeah. But I heard you like long stuff, so you know, uh, like it's fine. Oh yeah. But too long hurts, though. Let's be clear. Yeah. 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 No. Anything, anything else? Cause I feel like it's just, this kind of like, 
it's been a lot all over the place. I guess tell us, tag us and tell us or, you know, on in, on the Instagram. Instagram or Hashtag Twitter. Hashtag the mud peddlers. You know, tell us like what, what's like one big win from this last year. For you. For you. Yes. And what's something that's on your list for next year? Because I, I love hearing what people are focusing on and I don't know, I just think like, not that it has to be like a whole New Year's resolution thing, mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, tell us what a big win is and then tell us something that you're wanting to work on next year. And it doesn't have to be ceramics related, so. Yeah, yeah tell us what's on, yeah, it doesn't have to be ceramics related. Serrated. Serrated. Serrated ceramics. It doesn't have to be ceramics. Oh my god. It doesn't have to be ceramics related, but we would like to hear some of your goal. I don't want to, I don't want to say like a New Year's. It, yeah. Like, we don't want to say It could just that. be like a goal for next year. Yeah, tell us what's on your to-do list for this year and tell us if you've succeeded or failed. <laughs> Failure is a strong <laughs> word. Tell us. Failure is a strong word. Tell us if you did it or you didn't do it. Yeah. On my to-do list, it's um, just you, girl. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my I'm god! And the podcast with that. And that's it for today. Thank you for listening to the Mud Peddlers with Lindsay M. Dillon and Dante of Earth Nation. Want to say hi and see what Dante and I are working on in our studios? Check out the show notes for links to our websites and social media below. You can find me at lindsaymdillon.com. That's L-I-N-D-S-E-Y-M as in monster, D-I-L-L-O-N.com. And on Etsy, Instagram, and Facebook at Lindsay M. Dillon. And you can find me at Earth Nation Ceramics. It's spelled exactly how you think it's spelled. But you can also find me on my Facebook fan page and Instagram at the same name at Earth Nation Ceramics. If you enjoyed hanging out with us today or you have a question or topic you'd like us to discuss, take a second to rate and review The Mud Peddlers in Apple Podcasts. It helps our podcast reach new listeners and we really appreciate the feedback. Thanks again and we'll catch you next time.